All right, here we go, and we're live. So, how are you doing, Miss Ms. White? Uh, pretty good. Just doing the best I can do right now. Yeah. yeah. How you been? Um, uh, I'm actually been pretty good the last couple of weeks. I've had the last couple of weeks off of work and getting stuff done around the house and you know yeah. stuff like that. Doing what you can. Yeah. Keeping your distance and all. Oh yeah, that's that. That's nothing new for us because we usually just stay home anyway and. Yeah. We don't really, we don't like people, so we're... <laughs> I feel that, I feel that. So we're just, just staying home, that's about it. Yeah. Trying to, trying to stay away from the COVID. And it's kind of hard to know what's going on around here because our information isn't really um, shared right. when it should be. So mm -hmm. we're all kind of, who has it, who has it, how many have it? How, and, you, and you don't know who got it from whom yeah. and when and stuff like that yeah. too. You know, contact tracing team you know they're working hard but you know they can only do so much if the information isn't really shared like it should yeah. be you know yeah that's true so how's your summer been what are you what are you what are you doing during this covid madness well i was in i was here for when covid first started in quarantine and the border shut down i was here for like almost two months mm -hmm. and i was back in valpo and they finally opened up the facilities so that we're able to train. Yeah. But we have to wear masks and it's super like take your temp when you come in. Yeah. Um, we can't do any one-on-one -on -one stuff. Like you got mm -hmm. two balls, you got to sanitize them. Um, really strict. But my coach let me get a week off so I could come home for because okay. I don't know when I'll be able to come home. Yeah. Till maybe Christmas. I'm not sure what's gonna really. Yeah. So. Go on. I see a lot like the NBA and the um, I don't know what maybe NHL is doing a bubble. Are you guys going to be like in a bubble once class I mean, start, or how is that? Yeah, pretty much. I think they're going to try to test us weekly. Yeah. I'm not sure, like, what we'll really do for uh, season or, you know, what, what the plan is, but I think we're able to work out as a team coming back when school starts on the 17th. Yeah. Um, and my coach kind of told us, like, we have to be smart, you know, mm -hmm. like, if you're going to do stuff, do stuff with your team. Um, careful who, like, you're around, so... Yeah. It's really going to come down to, like, importance of just being in our own little group and mm -hmm. doing what we can to be the safest yeah. possible. Yeah. It's got to be, season. it's got to be, uh, so you've been at Valpo for about a year now, huh? Yeah. Yeah. How was, how was it, like, adjusting to that life? Um, it's way different than Denver, for sure. Mm -hmm. But it's more of, like, a smaller town. It's not so, like, Denver was just huge and yeah. like, constantly always going. Yeah. That was a more like personal place, I would mm -hmm. say. Kind of um, just transferring that whole situation was definitely huge. But my best friend went to Denver with me my freshman year, mm -hmm. and that's how we met. And then she was on the Velpo team, so she made the transition a lot mm -hmm. smoother. And I just got to come in for summer workouts and work out with yeah. the team. And then um, got the red shirt waiver, so okay. that, that changed everything yeah. in the play last season. Yeah. Okay, so what are you? What, what, what's your major then? How are you? Uh, psychology. Psychology. Okay. Yeah, there's. I did, definitely didn't know like what I wanted to do or know much about even majors and school and stuff. Yeah. You know, my parents went to school and they're both teachers and mm -hmm. you know the education route, but I really didn't know like what to really do. But I know when I sat in a psych class and I'm listening to people have these mental illnesses and um, you know the mental health issues that natives face is so, you know, it was just impactful to sit yeah, in a psych yeah. class and listen to, you know, my own family dramas and listen to, mm -hmm. oh, this is maybe why they do this or why they do that. Yeah. So, 
that's a the one of the main things that I got out of working with uh, the families around here. You know, I worked with uh, in child protection, and you can um, you can only blame the person for so much because of the way they came up, and it's like a cycle that oh, yeah. that doesn't really end, and it's got to come to a point where you know something happened to you when you were younger. It's up to you to stop. You know, so you don't. Um, I suppose. Uh, Misery loves company, and they want others to experience what they experienced. Yeah, and maybe, for sure. I don't know if it's uh, for them to make people understand why they are the way they are, but you know, it's kind of tough around here. Once we, if we can't get a hold of that, that's just it's just going to keep going. You know, the the cycle will keep going, and it's really about education and you know, reaching out for help. That's the main thing yeah. around here. For sure, being aware, mm-hmm. being aware of when you're even feeling sad, like that's one thing that I try to do is, I have, um, I've like just battled with PTSD and being in the hospital with my brother. And yeah. Even last summer, like one of the biggest things was my teammate would cough a little, and it would just put me back in a place where I was like in the hospital with my brother and I was listening to him cough or like yeah. little kids scream and it's like holy, like I never thought my brain could you know go back to that place or. Like those battles, but I'd be like, okay, you need to breathe. Like you need to just chill out. Mm-hmm. I um, freshman year battled with anxiety. I didn't know what that was. You know, like yeah. um, panic attacks and stuff like that. Like that was all new. But then after I started becoming aware of what was really going on, it definitely helps you just check yourself. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's the thing about you know I I still suffer with anxiety and they they say they call it depression and there's just a certain way that I. Um, deal with things now because mm-hmm. when I first started getting panic, panic attacks I thought I was going to die heart attack yeah. you know it, yeah it, it just I, we never I don't know if we never they, anybody taught us that growing up how to deal with our emotions mm-hmm. or because you know the generation I grew up on it was um, it was wasn't tough but we weren't allowed to uh, express ourselves emotionally. They'd say, oh, shut up, you know, walk it off, quit crying, you big crybaby, mm-hmm. big Sue's or whatever. Yeah. And growing up like that, it's tough, and I'm trying to, you know, I'm in my, I'm 44, and I'm still learning how to, you know, manage my stress and anger, and right. that's something, you know, a lot of us grew up that way. We didn't know any better, and it just, like I said before, it's up to us to figure out how to work or... Yeah. our stuff out and be more accountable yeah that's the word accountable yeah for sure yeah. i mean it's hard too because even the society now growing up men and boys are supposed to just be strong and not yeah. cry and not do this and that but it's like you know you're yeah. still you still should be able to feel and um, dealing with sadness just helps you deal with happiness yeah. you know my mom has been yeah. talking to me about that and she's like you know grace like you're able to feel sad be sad you know if you're able to cry cry because that just only helps you, you know, with your happiness. And mm-hmm. you're able to feel both. With that one, you don't have the other type of thing. So yeah. it's definitely emotion, emotionally in check. Yeah. But you got to try your best. Yeah, that, the thing I, I noticed most around here, toxic masculinity. Oh. You know, you see guys, you know, everything they joke about is, you know, what's homophobic to this day. You know, guys my age are still doing it. I catch myself doing it because, you know, just the way we grew up but now I'm starting to see that is the wrong way to uh, go about you know dealing with things and yeah it's really it's like we're in a unique position up here because we don't get that type of education here 
you know, it, very sheltered. Yeah, sheltered in, um, uh, you know, the closed community, native community. There's a certain things you can, can't do, can't say, and it's really, really tough to, <laughs> tough to grow up around here. But you managed to uh, get out there like nobody really has, and so that's really, uh, really um, compliment to your your parents, your upbringing, and but yeah, you know, you. We, we know all kids grow up with stuff, and you you're able to. Uh, you know, fight through and become a success, and and I'm gonna cry now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> tears are gonna yeah. come now. Thug tears, gangster tears. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, what are your so your psychology? Are you get, mm-hmm. gonna keep going school? Or are you coming yeah. back after your bachelor's, or what's the plan? Um, I definitely think with psych, you kind of gotta go a little farther. Yeah. I I don't really want to be a counselor though. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I'll listen to people's problems and stuff, but I. I don't know about counseling, yeah. but I definitely want to get my master's degree. Mm. And I've been thinking a lot about law school. Yeah. Really, I mean, it's like three years. I really have to study, but I was thinking about that, you know, later, maybe in a couple of years, yeah. in law school. Yeah. I think there just needs to be more native lawyers, mm-hmm. especially with what's going on here, and you know, just being educated and being from Red Lake and being able to help in whatever ways I could, even yeah. just with enforcing laws. Yeah. And, you know, knowing you, you can't really fight for something you don't exactly know. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm. Land rights and stuff. Yeah, I was talking to Serena. I think it was over the winter, and that's what she was talking about. You know, we talked about how where she's going. I don't know if she's come back and teach or whatever. She said, "No, I wanted to. You know, she's gonna get to like the um, political level. You know, like with yeah. the issues, and you know, make sure the laws are." where they need to be for us and i never really thought of that before mm-hmm. you know make a policy changes to affect us in a more positive way and that's the way to do it yeah definitely i mean you just look at the system and it's so oppressing for our people i mean look at what we have like we're out here and we see the lake we have fresh water we have fish we have trees we have wood you know mm-hmm. all of our resources and we're still one of the we just struggle with poverty. Yeah. You know, we should mm-hmm. just be a place that's thriving. Mm-hmm. We can have gardens. We can, you know, all, all the above, really. And yeah. we just need to take advantage of that. We have these casinos. You know, there's no reason for us to be so poor, really. Yeah. Like in the system that we have. Yeah, that's the, you know, that just goes back to uh, not just education, but like the mental health about it. It's like these kids are too cool to learn how to farm or fix cars mm-hmm. or you know read a book you know everybody's just too not far gone but they bad habits have taken over um to become a i suppose a successful uh adult really all right oh, i mean i did a little um program this summer we had like 12 kids covid mm-hmm. guidelines you know mm-hmm. the mask the sanitizer you know all the above but i held this a little camp and it wasn't focused on basketball mm-hmm. it was more yeah we did a little um, skill work and stuff like that but I had them like journal yeah. and, you know, talk about where, where do you see yourself and where, what's one place that you want to go? You know, like I've always wanted to go to like an island and the mountains and see Denver and like all the places I've able to experience mm-hmm. the ocean, um, stuff like that. You know, like, where do you want to go? And I had a couple of girls, one said, you know, Black Duck, one said Minneapolis, yeah. a couple of people said California, you know, they're so, if you, you can't really think some type of way or do stuff if you have no idea you know what else is out there and what else you can really do for yourself if you the possibilities are just Mm -hmm. so small because you just haven't thought outside the box you don't know about what's even outside the box type of thing for these kids so 
Yeah, that's uh, a lot of these kids. They they aren't really allowed to dream big because they're not given the opportunity opportunity to uh, you know get a grasp on actually what's out there. You know, what is a dream even? Yeah, you know, to these yeah. kids, like, what are these goals? What are we? What are the expectations mm -hmm. like? My mom and dad always kind of held me like I was I'm so grateful and like for the parents that I have you know because education was huge like one thing they both stressed me is that's one thing nobody can take away from you yeah. is your education your knowledge you know you, you get your degree no one can take that no one can you just get a credibility and you're able to learn and help others and mm -hmm. the, these kids just don't know what's possible for them or you know what they could just reach in to do even that's if that's them becoming a teacher you know mm -hmm. they don't have any really it's sad to see but goals kind of yeah you know so i remember when i was in seventh grade that's when shoni and shimmel um shoni and Jude shimmel came up mm. and I, that's when i was like oh wow like i never seen it you know i didn't know a lot of people still don't know what a division one school is yeah. like around here they don't know the the levels to division one they don't mm. really know the NCAA stuff like that you know so after I saw them I was like wow I, I'm going to do that yeah. you know like I did a couple of shooting workouts with them and I was like yeah this, this is what I want to do you know mm -hmm. like I'm going to try it I don't know what it looks like I don't know yeah. anybody from here to even lean on that type of way but mm -hmm. I just you know had to figure it out and just kept kept my head on right yeah. kind of thing yeah. that's hard to do around here you know you have a goal you got to keep working at it and a lot of the kids don't realize how much work goes into you know achieving a, a, a big goal like that you know they see the you know the highlights and uh, the praise and stuff but right. they don't see you in the gym what six seven in the morning every morning for you know years and a lot of kids are you know staying up late at night on their phone playing games and they think they can go try out for basketball and be a big but they don't see the work that goes into that and a lot of a lot of sacrifice i'd say mm -hmm. you know like because there's times where i just feel so just distraught because like my friends i grew up with i look around and you know i'm like i parted way i could have maybe saved them or you know i could have yeah. just helped them or some of my friends that aren't here anymore mm -hmm. have passed away i'm like we were best friends you know like we you had your head on right. We were getting good grades together in middle school and yeah. beginning of high school. And you're just, you're not even on the earth anymore. You know, that, like, I could have saved you. Like, you know, sometimes I'll get, like, some type of way to my mom. And she's like, you know, you had to do what you had to do and pull mm -hmm. away when you did. Because there's one way or the other really here, you know, like, mm -hmm. with drugs and even just smoking and drinking and being with your friends and stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm not, you know, saying that perfect and always made the like best decision but I've yeah. always tried to stay on the straight path and you know know what's better for me and had to cut friends off and harder choices like that you know that are yeah. tough to deal with yeah but when I was growing up every time you know we'd bring something up something I wanted to do ah, you can't do that you're, you're just from Red Lake you know mm -hmm. Red Lakers don't go anywhere Indians don't go anywhere you just you know so then I kind of had that attitude where I just figured you know do whatever I want to do whether anybody wants to you know support me or not and you know not quite where I want to be yet but I'm still I'm still trying to get there you know I started this well not this but you know I was doing the video production 13 years ago comedy a couple of years ago after that and then I'm just uh it might not make I might not get where I want to be but there's somebody watching that'll, right. that'll try and you know take the torch and 
hopefully get up there like what you're doing right now. Right. I mean, if someone can take away with one thing you said or something sticks with them just throughout your whole career or someone's listened to this and someone listened to that, like that still goes such a long way. You know, like my mom says, like, if you can help one girl, you know, this summer, if you can help one, you know, just touch someone's life as much as you can, then that's all you can do. You know, so, I mean, with things going around and, you know, people saying like Indians can't do anything and oh you're just gonna end up back home type thing and it's yeah. like that's the hardest part is we don't necessarily just go out and quit it's like we have family duties we have responsibilities with our family mm-hmm. we um, are so close like I live down the road my sister lives there my brother-in-law my niece and nephew my, my grandma my mom yeah. my other grandma my aunts like we're all on this one highway one mm-hmm. you know like that's the safest place that I, you know, this yeah. is always going to be home, the safest mm-hmm. that you feel. So it's like you go out into the other world and you don't see a native. You know, I've, I've been running into one native in Belpo. Mm-hmm. And that just, you know, you're such a minority out there. And it's like, I'm sure I'm light-skinned and stuff, but it, it's not like you're the most comfortable. And you grew up with all natives and you can yeah. walk down the road and be safe. Or like, you no, know, somebody has your back wherever you mm-hmm. go. And it's like, you're out there and you don't even know who lives in your same apartment yeah. before yeah. type of thing. So definitely way different out there. Yeah, yeah. I think about. I don't know if that area is that like a strictly Republican. Uh, or I don't know too kinda... much about politics there. Yeah. I'd say it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty white. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so about. That's the thing about around here too. You know, once you get off the res, you see nothing but Trump signs, oh, and I was oh. like thinking, how is that? You know, why would? I don't know. It's just so hard to understand. I mean, when you're not in it and you you don't see the real struggles, you know, mm-hmm. you, you have an idea of what the world is and what the world really is. You know, you can see it yeah. or you can actually be in it. And I think when you actually come from a place where the political decisions, the political representatives are affecting your people in certain ways or what they say is very... Uh, just flat out rude to your mm-hmm. people it's like how yeah. do you it doesn't bother yeah. you know, people like even with the all lives matter mm-hmm. if all you know people that with all the um, blm protests and it's like if all lives matter why are you not upset mm-hmm. why you know you're saying oh well these lives matter too blah blah, blah this that and the other but yeah. it's like okay well why aren't you just as mad you're fighting the cause here mm-hmm. so yeah all that stuff gets very frustrating yeah i never never I don't even know what side I'm on, but I know what uh, what's right, you know. That's right. the main thing about, you know, just uh, knowing what's right and what's wrong. And I don't see what's so hard about that, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but um, I don't I think that's all I got. Anything you want to, any freestyles or anything you want to try out or, you know. Oh, I haven't done that for a while. <laughs> used to mess around too with all like all the bros we just yeah. like, get on hop on tracks and stuff yeah. like that just move off a little yeah. bit sounds like fun i try to get my friends into that but we're old and they, they don't they don't want to do it nah. you just can't be nervous yeah thing. just go out and one of these days i, I want to just go grab a mic and just talk shit on the mic just and, gotta yeah just because i'd be pretty good at roasting people but then after a while i don't want to hurt any feelings and, <laughs> get too personal yeah get too personal like uh i always see the um roast battles on comedy oh, central yeah, stuff those are hilarious. i could do that but i don't want to hurt any feelings so i'll get too like wild and out yeah 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 I'll, I'll, I'll cut too deep and <laughs> say some personal yeah sever some friends <laughs> that's that's just all i got <laughs>
So we're heading back today, huh? How long yeah. of a drive is that? It's about 11 hours. 11 hours? Yeah. How, how far is that from uh, Chicago? Uh, about an hour. An hour? Yeah, okay. it's not too far. I mean, I kind of like the location because it's, like, not right in Chicago. Yeah. It's, like, on the outskirts. Yeah. It's definitely a lot. I can make that drive in a day. Denver's was brutal. Yeah. It was like 17, so. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot better. Driving? Oh, no, you don't drive through the mountains mm -mm. from here, huh? I'm just through, like, Wisconsin. Yeah. It just gets a little whatever, but well, I definitely got, miss Denver. I drove through Wisconsin last fall. I got lost. I ended up in Michigan. The Upper Peninsula. <laughs> All the way over? The, the Upper Peninsula somehow. Yeah. I missed a turn, and I got to go bathroom, and I saw I said, Welcome to Michigan. I said, All right, cool. My first time in Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's always nice to stop where you haven't been before. Yeah. yeah. Definitely had a lot of plans for the summer, like even just dancing wise. Mm -hmm. Like my mom finished the rest of my bead work, and like, you know we haven't been able to do that. Like that's one thing yeah. with native people is having a powwow together and being able to dance and stuff. But wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Just yeah. gotta put things on hold for yeah. a second. I mean, we're already in August. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. That's kind of sad, works. Yeah. Works. Things have been wiped out. Yeah, it's really not slowing down for anybody either. No. Hopefully we get there. But, uh, well, thanks for coming on. I finally That's caught you after years. I and know. It was just, uh, finally we're able to make something happen. So, uh, good luck out in Valpo. We'll be watching you. you and, uh, have a lot of fun and do what you're doing, bro. For sure. All right.